Welcome to this podcast of Sound Off from July 23rd, 2021 with your host, Nate Lauks. Today, Nate has a conversation with Dr. Vidya Kora and Dr. Dafir Hedidin about COVID-19 and the vaccines. Now, here's your host, Pastor Nate Lauks. Hello, friends. My name is Nate Lauks, and you are listening to another episode of Sound Off. Today on the show, we're going to have a conversation with Dr. Vidya Kora, our, re- our resident Sound Off medical analyst, as I like to call him. And Dr. Dafer Hardin, an infectious disease specialist at Franciscan Hospital in Michigan City. We'll talk about the myths and ongoing stories about COVID-19 and the vaccines. We'll get to your questions and comments. I don't know about you, but it's hard to keep up with it all. Should children still wear masks at school this fall? Are they finding any negative impact from the vaccines? Should vaccinating people uh, be worried about the Delta variant? Was Dennis Sedell patient zero? We'll ask these questions and have our team of medical experts answer them. But first, it's time for this day in history. On this day in 1967, the Detroit riots began. Racial tensions, economic struggles in the once affluent Detroit, law enforcement mistrust, and growing dissatisfaction with the Vietnam War all came to a hilt outside of a nightclub in one of Detroit's poorest neighborhoods. Thousands of people spilled into the streets, leading to riots, looting, and arson. The riots continued all week. By the time the bloodshed, burning, and looting ended after five days, some 43 people were dead, many more seriously injured, and nearly 1,400 buildings had been burned or ransacked. This moment in history impacted conversations about race, policing, and urban decline for many years to come. It also led to one of my favorite Motown songs, The Temptations, Call of Confusion, That's What the World Is Today. Now, you can watch a film depicting this moment in history, the Detroit uh, riots of 1967. It's called Detroit, made in 2017, starring John Boyega of Star Wars fame, Will Poulter, John Krasinski, Anthony Mackie, and more. And that, friends, is This Day in History. It's time to get to the rest of the show. Joining me today are two local doctors, Dr. Vijakora and Dr. Dafer Hadadin. We're going to be talking, uh, taking in any of your questions or comments about COVID-19 and the vaccines. And whatever your questions are, whether you're a supporter or a skeptic, let's bring it. Let's talk about it. Again, this is the point of this show. I think we can do it kindly, civilly, but it's all worth talking about. So how are you today, doctors? How are you doing? Very good, Nate. Thanks for having us. And uh, it could not be uh, more timely uh, because of the surge we are seeing uh, in uh, some of our states uh, and especially with the uh, with the Delta variant. A lot of uh, patients and their families have a lot of questions. So uh, I thought it would be a, a good time to address some of those questions and concerns. Now, Dr. Cora, I did call you our resident sound off medical analyst. I want to be very clear there that there is no pay that comes with that job, okay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. All right. You so know, let, me, let me let me start with a few comments and then uh, we will uh, we will continue the conversation. You know, I was Nate, I was looking at an article from New England Journal of Medicine recently and um, uh, a lot of people ask the questions uh, are these vaccines effective against the variants you know so in this article they uh, they did studies and then against the delta variant uh, it's 88 percent effective and against the alpha variant 94 percent effective um, and significant significant protection uh, against hospitalizations and death okay so i think that's the most important thing we don't want people to get sick and uh, very sick and get hospitalized and die from this disease and the other the good news is the good news is uh, and this when i saw this uh, numbers i was very happy 
that 80% of the seniors have been fully vaccinated. They have received two shots, 80%. And 89% of the seniors over 65 have received at least one dose. So I think that those are good, very good statistics, and I'm very uh, happy uh, to report that to you. Uh, Dr. Hadadine, welcome to the show. So glad to have you. Recent reporting from our very own Stan Maddox on hometownnewsnow.com stated that LaPorte County is now over 50% vaccinated, which is slightly higher than the state state's average. I think most people understand that um, 100% is probably an unrealistic goal, but Dr. Hadadine, what percentage would you consider a win for local vaccination rates? Uh, you know, the vac- vaccination really is... Uh another way of trying to catch up fighting infection that can be preventable by vaccines. And in general, you want to have a a pool of people that are vaccinated. So if you are in a pool that is probably less than 80%, I would use that as a number, though some other sources probably suggest 70%, but I would say probably 80% because of the the uh, diversity of uh, age-wise and ethnic-wise, response-wise, and so on. So when we measure when we measure vaccination at a younger age, for example, when we take our vaccines for measles, mumps, rubella, whatever it is, at a younger age, yes, we're gonna develop much more robust immune response. But when we take it at an older age, probably less. So I would use a higher number usually myself than mm-hmm. what is quoted in the media, uh, the 70% range for that reason. Um, so that would be the ultimate, I think, number that might help us out of this. Uh, and it, it also taken account really the pool you're talking about. If you're talking about patients or people who are just in the community who are older, immunocompromised and so on, that is going to be a tough one because even if you vaccinate 100%, it doesn't mean that they're all the way protected because it, it's not as effective as it is. It, it turns to be for this group of people. So I would use a general number of 80%, 80%. myself. Okay, yeah. 80%. All right, we've got Dr. Um, Haradin and Dr. Vijakora on the show today. And we're talking about COVID-19. Any myths or any kind of uh, questions you might have about it? Uh, the Liquor Volume Airline is open, 219-362-0522, or you can text me as well at that number. All right, so um, I've noticed that many prominent politicians are being more vocal about encouraging people to get vaccinated, even some that weren't maybe as vocal before, um, or maybe just the media just didn't catch it. You know, I know Senate Min- Minority Leader Mitch McConnell had a, a press conference on Tuesday, and he said these shots need to get in everyone's arms as rapidly as possible, or we're going to go back into a situation in the fall we don't want to yearn for, and what we went through last year essentially will be repeated. Alabama Governor Kay Ivey said just yesterday, the new cases of COVID are because of unvaccinated folks. Almost 100% of the new hospitalizations are unvaccinated folks. And then she went on to say, and the deaths are certainly occurring with the unvaccinated folks. These folks are choosing a horrible lifestyle of self-inflicted pain. When asked how the state can get more shots into the arms of residents, Ivy didn't hold back her displeasure with the lack of success previous plans it had. And uh, Kay Ivy, the governor, said, I don't know, you tell me. Folks are supposed to have common sense, but it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks, not the vaccinated folks. It's the unvaccinated folks that are letting us down. 
I've done all I know how to do. I can encourage you to do something I can't make you care about yourself. Here, here's my thing, Dr. Cora, and maybe you can comment on this. I'm not sure the finger pointing is really helping us much. Um, I, I think there are legitimate concerns for some people to get vaccinated. But what do you think the government, governmental leaders are sounding more alarmed today than they were before? Is there something around the corner that they're expecting that maybe some of us don't expect? Or is this Delta variant probably still going to be more detrimental than some expect? You know, first of all, I, I really am grateful uh, to uh, Senator McConnell, Governor uh, Kay Ivey. And recently I also saw on Fox News, Sean Hannity uh, was telling his viewers, take this COVID seriously. I mean, those are very, very good things. Frankly, uh, something which is like a public health disaster, a pandemic should never have been politicized. And unfortunately it happened. I think if everybody uh, speaks in one voice and encourages everyone to take the vaccine, get themselves protected and and take care of themselves, their families, their co-workers. Uh, I think this whole thing will be behind us and our life and business and economy will be going full blast. So I, I think I'm, I'm happy that uh, uh, the different voices from different uh, corners are now coming together and trying to say the same thing that we in our, med in our medical profession have been saying for over a year. And, and hopefully uh, that will have some positive impact. Now, regarding the other thing that you talked about, Nate, is all, all the people who have hesitancy, vaccine hesitancy, is not necessarily political. Now, in my own patient uh, population, uh, I have seen several uh, patients who have some genuine concern about side effects or the vaccines. And uh, I have seen some hesitancy in the African-American community uh, because of some of the historical things that have happened many, many years ago. And I have, I'm reassuring them that, yes, what happened in the past is um, uh, was a bad thing that happened, uh, but that's not what is happening now. And, uh, and I tell them that we have taken the vaccine. And I think, Nate, I might have told you this before, uh, but both my daughter and daughter-in-law were pregnant uh, when the vaccines became available. Uh, and both are in healthcare, both are exposed to COVID. And both of them, uh, they weighed the pros and cons and uh, they, they felt that uh, while they were pregnant, if they had a COVID infection, uh, then it would be a disaster for them and uh, for uh, for the, uh, the infant. And so both of them decided to take the vaccine. Both of them are safe. Both of them have had uh, babies. Uh, the babies are fine. They are fine. So what I'm saying is that there is so much misinformation, uh, especially on social media. I really, uh, when I was the commissioner, I used to tell Sheila Matias, Commissioner Matias, that, you know, social media has, uh, yes, a lot of benefits, but also it has some toxic side effects, you know. And people use social media to spread so many lies and misinformation. And uh, I think if the government uh, should do something, I think they should rein in 
on some of this misinformation, which I think they are trying to do. But I think we should all help that uh, that effort. All right, we are. Uh, we've got today on the show Dr. Vijay Kora and Dr. Dafar Hadin. We're talking about uh, COVID nineteen vaccines and things like that. Let's get to one more one call before we go to commercial break here, because you've been waiting so patiently. If you've got a call or a question or a comment, feel free to call us at the Looker Vault on Airline at two one nine three six two zero five two two, or you can text me as well. And we'll, we've got some texts and calls coming in. Let's get to some of them right now. Hello, you're on Sound Off. How are you? Welcome to the show. Fine. This afternoon. I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. It's a beautiful day. Yes, it is. Uh, gentlemen, thank you for coming on to answer our questions today. Thank um, you. My question concerning this, I, I believe there is something out there that was created by government entities in different parts of the world. Um, it got away. But I don't understand why, if you're vaccinated and you wear a mask, those of us who choose not to, which is our right and our opinion, if you listen to people in your own profession on different news sources, different magazine articles, and not social media or the far left or far right, but in reputable news sources, if you're vaccinated and you have a mask, it shouldn't matter that I don't because you're prepared to take that and you think the vaccine or max works. And it goes back to the Tuskegee experiments, which have been proven the government injected people for other reasons. Now, that's why. So how should how should you convince us to wear a mask and, and vaccinate if you're safe from yours? Thank you. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, who wants to answer that? Dr. Corbett? Yeah, I, I, I'll take that. Um, you know, uh, first of all, um, if I have been vaccinated, uh, which I am, and when I go out nowadays, I don't wear a mask, by the way. I, I do wear a mask in the clinic because that's the hospital and clinic policy. But when I'm going out, I, I am very comfortable not wearing a mask. As a matter of fact, the moment I got my two shots, too, I was very uh, comfortable taking care of COVID patients. So I am good. The question here is, um, is about people who are not vaccinated and they want to take a chance and they, of getting sick. Uh, and everybody has the freedom to choose what they want. Uh, we are trying to convince the people who are not taking the vaccine because they have been misled. Uh, and we want to make sure that they are given the right information. Nobody's going to force anybody to take the vaccine. And uh, in, in terms of masking, I think the only, only people who should be wearing a mask to protect themselves are the people who are not vaccinated. As far as I'm concerned, I am vaccinated. I don't need to wear a mask. I am happy to go out into a restaurant and I'm doing that and I'm having a great time. Uh, Dr. Haradine, do you have anything to add to that? Yes, yes. Uh, so for, for uh, let's put aside the vaccine question whether uh, in regards to COVID and talk about really medicine in general. You know, when when we make something, whether it's a medicine, a vaccine, or anything else, we go through a process of trying to bring out to the market. These days, it's very well regulated. You know, it's it's uh, it goes through process that is really lots of work. And I do some of these clinical trials, and it's lots of work. I mean, it's really exhausting to make sure whatever we bring out is safe and effective 
And also after the, the drug or the vaccine or whatever is marketed, it keeps, it keeps on the radar of everybody, the monitors, the FDA, the, the regulators, whoever they are managing that particular drug. And this is actually true for this vaccine. And if you, if you look at the data that's being collected, it has to do with the way the vaccine is being also given. You register, it goes into a certain uh, the, uh, serv server where it's all analyzed and make sure everybody's okay. So we're still monitoring people for side effects and so on. This is talking about whether we are experimenting with people or not. Uh, whether we are at a safe level or not. Now, fast forward from whenever 100 years ago till now, science has changed, ethics has changed, we are all different. So I think the vaccine is very safe, very effective after many hundreds of thousands and millions of people now, we are almost 300 something doses given. So I think taking that into account, I think the vaccine is safe and I think the way we do things are proven to be safe. Some people would ask, for example, why this vaccine came out so fast? Because there's actually lots of effort and lots of money put into it. If you put money and effort into anything that you want, you can make it come out faster if the only hurdle is mm -hmm. manpower and equipments and so on. And this is what was the story behind this vaccine. The science behind it was there. It was just a, somebody to take it on you needed that amount of money and manpower to make it happen. So I think the vaccine is safe, effective, and I, I really don't want to compare it to the old ages when uh, things used to be done without such much regulation. Sure. All right. Well, the oh, go ahead. the yeah. other part, I want to no, say one more, one yeah. more thing, you know, is really when we think about taking vaccines, you know, there are more than one reason I took the vaccine. It's not just about myself. It's about my patients. It's about my family going home, not to worry about infecting anyone. It's about actually when I go to the supermarket or the grocery store or somewhere else, if I see somebody who is not vaccinated or no, I don't know who is vaccinated and who is not vaccinated. So it's also about protecting them because who takes the vaccine also, even if they get a little bit of a virus, it's very, very, very unlikely they'll pass it to anyone else and make them sick i.e. if you have sick one at home, if you have someone you love at home and you by accident get exposed to somebody, even if you catch the vaccine, the chance of transmitting it is very low. So I, I think it's a benefit to everybody. And there are many people who, you know, their mom died or their dad died or their son died and whatever it is. And I've seen these and I've seen things happening in the hospital that people did not take the vaccine and they ended in the hospital because somebody else at home did not take the vaccine also. All right, it's, it's, uh, real quick, Dr. Goro, we got to get to a commercial break real quick, but uh, sure. we'll, we'll be right back here. We've got Dr. Uh, Vijakora and Dr. Um, uh, sorry, I've got my show notes wrong. Uh, Dr. Cora is here. Dr. Dafer Hadadine's here. Uh, give us a call, 219-362-0522, or give us a text as well. We're going to take a real quick break. We're a little late on commercial. Stay right there. We'll be right back here in just a minute. 
Welcome back, friends. We have Dr. Vidya Kora and Dr. Dafra Haradin on Sound Off today, and we are talking about COVID-19, the vaccines, and things like this, um, and answering your questions. One of the ones that we're getting kind of more commonly here is many parents I know are concerned about the fall with school being back in session. The CDC has not officially released their guidelines for the fall, whether kids should mask or not. But recently, New Prairie and South Central school systems here in LaPorte County announced that they will not be mandating masks in the school this year. I don't believe LaPorte has made their final decision, nor has Michigan City or Westville. So what are your thoughts, doctors? What about kids um, that have already been vaccinated? Do you think they should mandate vaccinate or mask right now in the schools until vaccination rates are higher? What is your thoughts on this? You know, Nate, uh, first of all, right now, the vaccines are approved for uh, children about 12 years. So anybody who is about 12, uh, they can take the vaccine. Um, and then for those who are under 12, the vaccines are not available. And then the question is, how do we protect them? You know, And, um, and I think um, wearing masks uh, for those who are not vaccinated, I, I think that's a reasonable thing. Whether it should be a mandate or whether it should be optional, uh, I think those are uh, tough questions. <laughs> and and I, at least I, I think uh, um, leaving it optional till we have some recommendations from CDC, I think is a reasonable thing for those who are under 12. But I think those who are about 12, uh, the best thing is to get them uh, vaccinated. By the way, I wanted to share this with you, that when I speak to some of the colleagues in some of the states where the vaccination rates were low and now they are seeing a significant surge, they are seeing the surge among younger groups. They are seeing this in people who are in their 30s and 40s and 20s and and some of them have died and it, you know frankly these are preventable deaths and it, my heart goes out to their families um, and so I think the focus should be on vaccines uh, and then for those who have who are uh, unable to get the vaccines because you know it's not approved yet till uh, for 12 and under I think wearing a mask is a reasonable thing but I don't think uh, it's necessary to mandate that. All right, here we go. Let's get to some callers. Thank you so much for being patient uh, with your texts and your calls. We're trying to get to as many as possible here on the show today. You're on Sound Off. Welcome to the show. What's your question or comment for the doctors? Well, first of all, I want to thank Dr. Cora for coming on uh, this program, uh, particularly when I was sick and fighting through it. Uh, as I've spoke with him in the past, I battled through fever spikes and headaches for seven weeks straight. And now, uh, with this variant out there, the Delta, and being 69 years old with cardiac issues, I've been wearing a mask whenever I go grocery shopping or inside with where there's numerous people. Uh, doctors, do you believe that I should continue this masking or... I'm fully vaccinated, but I'd just like your perspective on this because I've been trying to stay cautious, but am I being overcautious? And uh, you know, here, thank you for yeah, thank, thank you. Thanks so much thanks for, for the question. Yeah, thanks for the question. You know, here's what I feel about this. Now, the vaccines are effective, but in those who are immunocompromised, sometimes 
we have seen that the antibody levels tend to drop off, especially we have seen this in transplant patients uh, who have received a kidney transplant or a liver transplant or a heart transplant. And so um, for, for somebody who is immunocompromised uh, and si since the CDC uh, has not come up with their recommendations for a booster shot yet, uh, I think if you feel comfortable wearing a mask, especially when you go into a crowded place, I think that's very reasonable. And I, I think um, anybody who, who, who wants to protect themselves, I think they should do that. And I, I support what you're trying to do. What do you think, Dr. Adity? Yeah, I, I, th I think that is very reasonable, actually, at uh, still undefined really end to this pro uh, problem. And I think each one should really try to still stick with the distance, masking, uh, you know, and try to do hand hygiene and ventilation, all of these things. And it's really very important that, you know, when you go out, since you don't know who's around you, to try to use a mask. I, I would suggest this is especially for, you know, uh, older population and so on. I think I would still continue to use it until we get out of this to a level that where everybody is really is is protected. Um, and the same thing applies really for school and so on. So imagine that you have a less than 12 year old going to school and the household is not vaccinated. And now we don't have anything to control the kids in the school and they go back to their parents or grandparents. And now, oops, somebody else got sick where they went to school and they got it. The kids, they don't feel it much. They get it and they hug their uh, beloved ones at home and the next thing they get it. So I think everybody should really weigh, weigh on masking and unmasking based on their contact with other people around them and then try really to use that as a way to gauge to stay with mask or not. Right. Myself, I still would say with the Delta variant and maybe others to come, probably keep keep careful until we get out of this altogether. That's what I would say. All right, let's get to another caller. Hello, thank you so much for waiting. Sorry you were waiting so long. What is your question or comment for Dr. Cora or Dr. Hadadin? Is this me? That's you. Thanks so much for I'm calling. I'm Barbara Forney, and I just got out of the hospital about a month ago. I was spent a month in the hospital. I just want to thank Dr. Cora. Hi, and hi, hi Barbara. Hi, Barbara. Dr. Cora? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, uh, Nate, I did ask Barb to come on and share her experience. Uh, she went, uh, I, you know, Barb, uh, pardon me uh, for saying this, but you went through hell. You really went through hell. How, how long were you in the hospital? Re refresh a me. month. You were Not in the hospital month. for a month. Yeah. And then, you know, when Barb left the hospital, she went home not on two liters or three liters, but 15 liters of oxygen. We, we had to arrange a special oxygen machine for her to go home on 15 liters. And, and, and now she is down to five liters, which is a blessing. So, uh, uh, Nate, when I saw Barb in my office yesterday, I gave her a hug and I told her, Barb, there were days when you were in the hospital, I thought probably you'll never going to make it, uh, but uh, she's a miracle. So by God's grace, uh, she did well and she is out. And so Barb, what, what would you like to tell the listeners? Should they be taking the vaccine? Yes, they should. 
when you right. can't breathe and everything else going on, they better be taking them. <laughs> and I hope everybody does take them. That's vaccination Thank because. Thank you. By the way, Nate, she has been pushing all her family members to take the vaccine. Well, Barbara, I'm so glad you're you're feeling better and you made it out of the hospital. I know uh, not everyone, my wife's an ICU nurse, not everyone gets that uh, benefit, but I'm so glad you're doing okay. And thank you so much for listening and calling today. Thank you. All right. We're going to take another quick break here on Sound Off. Uh, we've got your questions coming up. Thank you so much for those holding, those texting. We'll get to as many as we can here in the next uh, 12 or 13 minutes or so. The Liquor Vault on Airline is 219-362-0522. You're welcome to text or call me. But stay where you're at. We've got Dr. Cora, Dr. Hadadine on the show today talking about COVID-19, vaccines, these kind of things. And we'll be right back here in just a couple minutes on 96.7 The Eagle. Welcome back, friends. We are having a conversation with Dr. Vijay Cora and Dr. Dafra Hadadine about COVID-19, myths and vaccine, these kind of things. Uh, so many callers, so many uh, questions coming your way, doctors. Let's get to the next one here uh, on line two. Hello, caller. Thank you so much for waiting and being patient. What's your question or comment for the doctors? Hi, Nate and Dr. Vidya Koran, Dr. Hadeen. This is Tommy Kolovic calling. I don't think the students should have to wear the mask in the school building or in the classroom. I said, that's all been lifted now. The only exception to that would be when they're riding the school bus to and from school or the extracurricular event. Because mm. the federal mask mandate for public transportation on buses, uh, buses, uh, trains, and airplanes, that's not going to be lifted until September the 13th. If you ride the South, I ride the South Shore train to Chicago, they still make everybody wear the mask. The conductor will go around, they'll warn you to wear the mask, and if you refuse to put it on, they'll put you off at the next stop. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, you know, with the, with all the COVID going on, you have a lot of the students doing the, the e-learning and the hybrid learning. I would like to make kind of a, a public uh, a service announcement about that. We all know that Dr. Cora, before he was a county commissioner, he was the president of the Michigan Theater Year School Board of Trustees. This has to be, it's, it's a government assistance program. It's called Internet Essentials from Comcast. Basically, what that means, if your student is on a, K through 12 students on a free or reduced lunch at school, they can receive their internet services, uh, high speed broadband for only $9.95 a month. The, the website to go to apply for that is internetessentials.com. And finally, on a personal note, you know, the last time I went to see my doctor, the doctor said to the nurse, hey, you know, Tommy seems to be having trouble with the angina pectoris. And the nurse replied, oh, no, doctor, he quit going around with her a long time ago. Thank you. Thank you for calling and uh, for that joke there. All right, let's get to one another <laughs> caller. Hello, caller. You're on You're on the air on Sound Off. Thank you so much for calling and being patient. What's your question or comment for the doctors? Yeah, I'm calling regarding the mask um, mandate that they may be contemplating putting back in and the schools also. Um what I don't understand is that um, we had the mask mandate for a long period of time uh, when it when it first started and into this year, and the cases just shot right up. Can you tell me or the name of the study or where I can find the study that says that masks work? Mm. Uh, doctors, that's a, a good question. Is there studies that suggest that masks do work? Yeah, you know, I'll turn that over to Dr. Haridin, but before that, I, my, my focus is on vaccinations, really. I think this ma mm -hmm. the mask is such a, 
unfortunately such a politically uh, charged thing everybody has their own opinion on it my feeling about masks is if somebody wants to wear it let them wear it don't ridicule them if they're wearing a mask and if you don't want to wear it don't wear it i mean it, it, it's it's I, it's i'm okay with that i have no problem with that if somebody wants to take the vaccine take it if you don't want to take it don't take it but there are consequences to your actions and those consequences affect you your family your co-workers your community so i think uh, one of the things people should start start thinking is not all about me 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 but hey how will uh, what i am doing how will it impact my children my grandchildren my uh, grandparents uh, my co-workers I, i think that broad perspective needs to happen and once that happens everybody will do the right thing that's my gut feeling about that dafra i'll turn it over to you about masks yeah yeah i mean the way to get out of this is questions and all these things and get over with this is vaccination period now the question regarding mask so i'll i'll give you my my best own experience and uh, you can uh, check on that also so when the whole thing started in the hospital we went masking from day number 1 everybody was masked and you know in in our in our healthcare system the the people who got covid on the job despite of the hospital filled up with patients was almost nothing this is my best example and miss my best evidence to suggest that masking for everybody works if i put a mask i'm probably protecting you if you don't put a mask i probably will get the infection so masking works only if everybody uses it if if it's a haphazard one uses it the other one doesn't use it and so on yes you will see surge you will see people getting sick because not everybody is protecting it's an easy easy thing to understand is really when you plug the source there's nothing else to go out of it so if i'm the one who is sick and i'm masking i'm plugging my exit you know from my mouth and my nose i'm not going to give it to anyone else but i'm i might be able to get it from somebody else because the masks are not 100% protective for filtration so if you have it and you don't have a mask and i have my mask i might still get it all right so the point is really everybody gets mask yes it works and i have the proof with our numbers in the hospital all right we've just got a couple minutes we've got a hard out here in a couple minutes but i i want to one question we did receive that i want to give to you because i think this kind of goes with the importance of vaccinations uh dr hadadin or dr cora is some of the somebody asked about you know essentially uh somebody had it and they've had higher cholesterol since they've had covid-19 and things like this are you seeing symptoms from patients that are long-term symptoms that maybe you know aren't necessarily the you know things you would expect happen after people are dealing with covid-19 you know uh having the pandemic these kind of things are you seeing some long-term symptoms as well with people Yeah this is called the long haulers uh, disease or syndrome and there are all kinds of symptoms that are persisting for months together and they include some physical problems some um psychological problems uh people have like they feel like they're in a cloud uh and they they can't they're in a, like they they describe to me as having a quote unquote brain fog 
and um, and then the, they have problems related to sleep they can, and they have problems related to anxiety and depression and if somebody has been on a ventilator or they have been on oxygen for a long time uh, they have some symptoms of post-traumatic stress uh, and then uh, people have like generalized body aches and now chest pain and shortness of breath for people who have had severe COVID pneumonia that can last for several weeks. Uh, and one of the things I also want to put in a plug for the vaccine is I've seen that people who have COVID and they have the long hauler syndrome after they take the vaccination and sometimes these symptoms do get better. So there is every reason uh, for people to take the vaccine uh, to prevent it from happening and also also from preventing it from spreading it to the members in the community. All right, we've got 30 seconds left. What do you want to know? What, what do you want our listeners to know here? I think vaccines are safe and effective. Daffer, go ahead. <laughs> and I think do it, please, for everybody around you, everybody you love, everybody you care about. If it's not for you, do it for everybody around you. And let's move on and get done with this. And then the next generation will ask the question to the people who are opposing vaccines and all as to if a few years from now, when hundreds and thousands of people were dying, why were you so obstinate about opposing vaccines on what scientific grounds? And they need to be ready to have to answer that question. All right. Well, thank you so much, doctors, for being on the show again today. I want to thank you so much for listening. On Monday, I'm very excited. We have Joe Hart, the president of the South Bend Cubs on the show. If you're a South Bend Cubs fan or or any kind of you know fan of Major League Baseball or anything, it's going to be a great show to listen to. I want to thank you. Thank Jeff Wugazer for producing and editing the show again thank you to our guests we'll be back here on monday uh don't forget to set your alarm to make sure you listen to sound off hey have a great weekend and keep listening to 96.7 the eagle thank you for joining us and voicing your opinion on this edition of sound off the views on sound off are those of the host or callers and do not represent the opinion of 96.7 the eagle spoon river media llc or the sponsors sound off airs every monday and friday at 12 30 Please mark your calendar and join us again for the next edition of Sound Off on 96.7 The Eagle. Thank you for listening to the Sound Off podcast at 96.7theeagle.com.